Yo again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quint Charisma. And once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. Quint, my friend, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Was it tight three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, we, we the, I got the giggles. Yeah, we had a little problem getting going here for a minute. I, I made the mistake of making Quentin laugh right before we hit record. <laughs> I thought I had the giggles out, and then they, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's one of those days, hey, it's good to giggle, laugh about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm doing all right. How about you? <laughs> uh, we got a good night going, man. Uh, I'm not facing a tornado warning while recording this. So uh, Yeah, yeah. Did uh, how those storms treat you last week? That wasn't bad. It just uh, it didn't do that much after we got off the air. It's, you know, a little thunder here and there. It mostly just rained a little bit. wasn't It wasn't that bad. We got flooded in. I was gonna say, did you? She had to get a canoe out of there the next day. Um, no, but of the so I, I as uh, the listeners probably do not know, I live out in the woods. Like I, I live about ten minutes from town. You know, there's like one or two tiny country gas stations before you get to town. Uh, I, I live back here. And oh, you know, Taterville, that's a that's, that's a metropolis, ain't it? Yeah, right next <laughs> yeah. to Taterville. Yeah, Taterville. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so there's three ways uh, to get to town from uh, from my house, and two of them were underwater. Oh gosh. Yeah, um, the the, uh, the the river. Uh, we just got so much rain in such a short amount of time. Yeah, that uh, you know, luckily, you know, we were we were able to get out. Luckily, one of the ways was passable. But uh, yeah, we were we were underwater for a day or two. Wow, it, it was bad. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of middle, a lot of middle Tennessee was same one. Yeah, Murfreesboro, yeah, it was, Franklin. It was a uh, it was something. But hey, I'll take that over tornadoes any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But didn't but, Rutherford County have one like last couple? Didn't they have one recently? Come through? Uh, was it Laverne or Smyrna recently? Um, yeah. Um, not. I hate that I'm quantifying it like this, but not to the degree of like that Nashville tornado. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. happened last year and that went, yeah. you know, all the way to Cookville. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, we've had our share. We, we definitely had our share. Yeah. But yeah, well, um, it was pretty good today. It's a little cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, you were just watching, uh, watching some baseball. So it would have been a good yeah. day to, for some baseball today. It was a little cold. I made the mistake of going out to get the mail and gym shorts and flip flops because it looked so nice outside. Yeah. It looked nice. It was cold. Well, you get like, like a three-mile hike to your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, le- legitimately, uh, 200 yards. So I've got, got a little bit of a walk. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, that's the price uh, you pay when you live out in the country. <laughs> that's it. Uh, but I guess we need to talk some wrestling instead of talking the yeah, local yeah, weather yeah. that may not relate to anybody else listening. Sorry about that, guys. Um, and then a, a bit behind it. Behind the scenes, we spent about 45 minutes talking before we decided to hit record. So we've been joking and talking about everything under the sun. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a match to watch tonight. And it's so before we start this, it's Tommy Rich and Johnny Rich versus the Nightmares. Who is Johnny Rich? Because I have never heard of Johnny Rich. OK, he started out as Roy Rogers. Uh, and the singing cowboy. Uh, uh, no, the, uh, the lesser known Roy Rogers. I think he's a legitimate cousin. I, I think I think the Rogers and the Riches are actually cousins. Um, because uh, this is a long out of way story. Y'all got time to explain it? Yeah. Okay, back it was like ninety. I was still in high school. Uh, I went to I went to join Hermitage Fitness, get me a membership. When I was, 
And I went in there, I was talking to the guy, and I asked him, you got any a lot of wrestlers that worked out here? He said, no. He said, uh, he said, boy, back in the back when I used to run Cosmopolitan out there at Rivergate, it's we had a lot of them out there. He said, uh, yeah, I'm good friends with so-and-so Rogers. And I was like, who? He's like, um, her son wrestled as uh, as Roy and, and his cousin Tommy, uh, Tommy Richardson. And I was like, okay. And he, uh, he said, uh, yeah, his mom owned was it something in Rogers Flores in Gillettesville. It doesn't be a long story, but I, from from what he was saying, that they're really cousins. And but he, uh, but I don't know, because he wasn't a, I mean, he wasn't a wrestling guy, so I don't know if he was just making, you know, just a story somebody told him or something. But um, yeah. you know, so I don't know if they were really. He wasn't a rich, but he was a Rogers and. Richardson's and Rock, uh, uh, Rogers are, are kin somehow, I suppose. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. Anyway, so, but he, yeah, he worked, he worked in Memphis as Roy Rogers, and then when he went to Continental, he changed his name to Johnny Rich. So, I know we're about to, to watch and see. Was he, was he any good? Yeah. Is, no, is there a, a story of why he didn't do more? Was it just all he just did uh, to Tommy? I did just well. He worked. Uh, he worked Continental basically from time he went there. What in eighty four ish, three ish, eighty four ish. Well, South South Asia and then Continental. Uh, then he went with um, when Floyd opened up USA. He went up there. Uh, and then, um, then I think they went back down to when Fuller closed. So I think they went back down to Continental with you know with David Woods. As you know, I think he went back there. I think they went back down there. And then um, I think he did Independence in the early nineties and finally hung it up. I think. So I mean, he basically just Southern. It was just a Southern guy, you know. Did some WCW tapings uh, okay. in the early nineties. Is uh, the the I remember seeing him on a couple of those uh, center stage early like ninety ninety one ish maybe doing jobs, but you know just uh, like a lot of those guys you know continental they just work the south you know just like a southern journeyman guy not yeah yeah kind of sort of yeah pretty much did he did he have yeah. any big runs or was this kind of like what we're about to watch probably his biggest run tag his Tommy. biggest run was tag run with Tommy most likely yeah yeah okay I just I, I wasn't familiar with the name um, yeah and, you know I know a lot of times they do kayfabe brothers just to give a green guy a rub and I didn't know if this was yeah. this case I don't um, know, I think it might it, I don't know it might be I don't know for sure and then later on after Tommy left they brought in David Haskins. He was Davy Rich. Ah, so then they did the kayfabe, kayfabe yeah. family. Okay. Yeah. All right, and, and we're we're well, well familiar with David Haskins. Yeah. Old Memphis boy. Um, yeah. Kayfabe father of Drew Haskins. But. <laughs> all right, and then uh, we we went over the nightmares a little bit last week, but that was this yeah. is Ken Wayne, Danny Davis, correct? Yep. All right. And we all know D Danny Davis, you know, a uh, longtime owner of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Ken Wayne, we'll just leave it at that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, all right. And, yeah, Danny Davis. I, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin said the hardest he's ever been chopped, Danny Davis. Wow. So that's saying something. Yeah. That's saying something. All right. Let's get this screen shared. And we'll get this on the run. Does it have the date on there? Because it is 85. I, was, I said 86. It's actually 85. Yeah. So uh, this has been uploaded by our friends over at Armstrong Alley over on YouTube. Give them a su subscription. I just did that just now. Yeah, dude's got some great stuff on there. And uh, the, the title of the match, it's The Nightmares versus Tommy and Johnny Rich, 10 7 and we're at triple zeros. 
And before I hit play, I just want to put over, this is one of my favorite American rings with the, uh, the circle of stars with the star in ah. the middle. I, I don't know why I, I've always loved this. I think they did more on their presentation of their ring than a lot of territories did. A lot of territories. Oh, just, continental. Yeah. Continental and South, Southeastern. And then the continental fuller always had, they always uh, usually had his rings looking nice. I noticed. Yeah. You, you look at a lot of the territories and they just had a ring. Yeah. You know, I've got that Memphis TV ring. You know what I mean? But then when you wait to get the house show stuff, it wasn't done up. It could be a huge show and it wouldn't be done up. I don't think they well, had anything yeah. on their rings until, uh, was it Renegades? Was that the casino? Did my Renegades Rampage? Yeah. For Memphis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, that was chewing tobacco. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but like I don't remember seeing anything on a Memphis ring until that. Point. No, and if you look at some of the old '70s Memphis Coliseum stuff, they didn't even have any uh, skirts. Oh, they really? Just, skirts. Yeah, just all undercarriage for everybody to see. Yeah, yeah. On their house shows or just their TVs? I know I've seen their TVs. No, uh, no, I'm talking about their um, their Coliseum, Memphis South Coliseum shows. Oh wow! Yeah, because you see clips of those old, you find them old clips from the late '70s. Yeah. Yeah, so we, yeah, before we started, I just wanted to get that out because I just always love Continental yeah. Presentation. I, I always thought it looked big league. Yeah, Fuller always, yeah, he always had good, he always made his stuff look good. Um, and probably uh, of, of the old rings, probably my second favorite. My first, obviously, being the All Japan with the, oh, yeah. the cut down the middle. That I, I'm always going to love that, but it's probably my second favorite. Uh, but if you're ready, we'll do a countdown and get this started. All right. All right. And three, two, one, play. So who is this announcer? Mike Jackson. Action Mike Jackson? Yes, it is. I didn't yep. know. He, he started as a ring announcer? No. He... he I don't know if the ring announcer was out, but he he did it. He ring announced for about six months. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, he no, he started as a wrestler back in like seventy five, like for Gullis. Him and Tony Ledoux. Okay. That that's wild. All right. So and, and if you're not familiar with Mike Jackson, be familiar with Mike Jackson. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, oh yeah, we got, got the brawl started from the get go. Dang. They jumped him coming down the aisle. That's it. That's kind of odd. I guess, like I said, I don't know where this was at in their program. So they might have been going for, you know, a month or so. So, yeah, it, was, it starts out hot. They're brawling on the floor. Now, you've seen more nightmare matches than me. Are you able to tell the two apart? I can when I'm on, on my TV, but I don't know if I can do it on this screen. Because at this time, um, Danny Davis wasn't as muscular as they had gotten later on. Yeah, I'm um, thinking Danny like, is over there with Tommy. And I, I'm judging that just off the work. Yeah. Um, uh, well, if I can see, see when I'm taking a backdrop, I definitely know which one it is. <laughs> well, and and Danny, Danny seems a little shorter, too. They're about man. I tell you something. They're about the same height, man. They are really. And at this time, like I said, Danny wasn't all Jack. Which one, okay. Danny? Uh, I didn't even. I was trying to look at. <laughs> Danny is the one that's with Tommy. I do believe. All right, so I called it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, we got the double like drop said, kick I, from the Riches, and Tommy Rich does not throw a good drop kick. No, he, he, I don't think he ever has. Well, oh, oh, he almost bumped into the ring. Did you see that? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and, and I don't oh, think this, bump. this is go my ahead. favorite uh, Memphis tag stuff. Like, obviously, this isn't Memphis, but Memphis style. Yeah, but it's all the same. Yeah, it, it, it's the double same everything. Yeah. 
I, I love it. The crowd and the crowd's eating it up too. Oh yeah, they're going nuts. I'm standing up. Wow. There's no control. There's just a big brawl. The riff. I don't know. It, this. Boom! That's a big bump. Yeah, I guess this must just be a, anything goes, I guess. Yeah, because the ref's not even trying to get him in corners, so. Uh-uh, yeah. Nice knee lift under the table. Yeah, I've never seen anybody that while ago when he bumped, tried to bump it back up into it. That was crazy looking. He almost went in. This is, um, these shows were the um, Monday night Birmingham, Alabama, Batwall Auditorium. That's where this was taped at. So would this be what was on their TV or no? Yeah, this is TV, yeah. Okay. Oh, he just ate that chair, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, nice, nice burrito. Yeah, it was. Real nice one. Um, I, I actually I think we've broken down into a tag. Yeah, I see Rich got up and we actually went into a corner. But both nightmares are still outside. And and I think Tony Rich in that apron like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this they ran, they did their they he moved their Fuller moved their TV taping out of Dothan to the Monday night um Birmingham shows. So they so they had they taped and had a house show too. So and finally we're we're back into a tag match. We got the guys on the outside are actually in the corners. That <laughs> double bump, you see that? Yeah, that's tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> there, Rich's elbow. He did an elbow a lot. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's uh, still still does, and that elbow looks insane. It's got all this fluid and scar tissue, and <laughs> oh, he just threw Lawler's atomic fist off the second. Look at him selling. Oh, the nightmare. He's just flipping and flopping all over the place. He's selling like crazy. Uh-oh. We're going to get it right here. We're going to get the old switcheroony. Yeah, we did. Did you see it? I did. Yeah, the old switcheroony. An, an awesome job by Tommy Rich pulling the referee. Yeah. So, and so not only where he couldn't see it, but. I said, look, yeah. He, uh, and Tommy's like. He like Tommy didn't. You know, he's working like I didn't see it, but the fans are telling him, "Look, look yeah. at the fans standing up, telling him they switched out." Those brother oh my who God, wore suits for the matches. Yeah, I see that dude. He's standing. He's mad too. He's standing up. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, they stoop. The fans stooge it off like they're supposed to. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, we got some fighting on the floor again. Oh, oh Harley bump. Oh, Beautiful what Harley a bump. bump. Beautiful oh. Harley bump over the top rope. Took the bump over the top, hit the apron, bam with the head, smacked the. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, could you see that on the other side? Yeah, that's not how I expected that to go. I know. Wow. Oh, you didn't see a lot of people slamming into the rails back in that, and especially in the southern territories back then, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No nut shot. Stop them every time. <laughs> yeah, but the ref's right there. I guess if and there's a chair. Oh, it must be no DQ. Because that's the second chair shot I've seen so far. Yeah, well, you don't see a lot of he, he sabooed the chair into his face, too. You don't see a lot of that. Yeah. No, not throwing it. No, you don't. Nightmares ahead of their time, wasn't they? Yeah. This is 85. You see the old slow chair shot to the Yeah. Kick. Yeah. The, the yeah, ping on the head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, some, one of them come off the top rope on the other side to the floor. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing yeah. a Game lot of, of stuff. Savage double axe. Yeah, man. Nightmares are cooking, ain't they? Yeah, they are. Wow. They must yeah, be getting they, paid more than they did in Memphis. Yeah. Well, they didn't get pushed in Memphis like they are here. They're the top hill tag team because they got the straps. 
they're also enjoying those short trips. Yeah. I mean, short comparatively. Oh, yeah. They went back. Alabama went back because they, you know, the Alabama and the Florida Panhandle. No, it wouldn't. And are the Fullers running Continental oh. this time or no? Huh? Are the Fullers still running Continental at this time? Yeah, but, yeah, it's still Fuller. Okay. Uh, so, basically, they, uh, you know, Jimmy and, and Robert were the top hills. Then they, I think they put them on the back. They they moved the, uh, they moved them up, I think, during this time period to give them a little, little break because they're usually always been the top hills. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, I think they moved the nightmares up in that up in that spot to give them you know some let them cool off some and uh nightmares are taking advantage of look at the people man they're going ballistic out there they got i, they I asked this. because i just knew the fullers were notoriously like kind of easy to work for yeah you know show up an hour before time before bell rings you know they're really chill yeah so they're getting the heat on Johnny here, but now the nightmares I got. I think they gave him this spot and they ran with it, man. Because what little bit I've seen of their this feud was has been really good. This match is really good. Like I said, they're doing stuff that for that time period was really you know unheard of. Yeah. Whoa, we almost made the hot tag, and wow. especially in the south. Yes, definitely. No, oh, he's got him rocking. But he's, they going to cut him off. Then you get yep. the hot tag. There he comes. We got him bumping. Look at him. Boom. They're bumping. Oh, they're going down the floor. And you can say what you want about Southern wrestling, but, man, Southern tag teams know how to feed a hot tag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rich with the gimmick. Is that what that was? Yeah, he just gimmicked his elbow pad, I think. He sure did, didn't he? Wow. No, no, no. I no. Saw gave, him it, it's on his fist, but he gave him the elbow okay. first. Okay. Bam! Hits him with it. The whole time the refs with the with the, the other with uh Johnny and the other nightmare on the floor. They're going so the refs with them. While Rich and the other nightmare's in the ring. He didn't hit him with the gimmick. Where'd he Rich the, go? He, he did the bump into the ring. They sure did, didn't he? <laughs> this is crazy. So we're paired off big into the big four way, all four and then again. I've been I've been very impressed by by Johnny Smith not ever seeing it. Uh, Johnny Rich. Johnny sorry. Rich. <laughs> yeah, John, Johnny Smith. Um, fantastic British wrestler. Uh, but no, I've been really yeah. impressed by Johnny Rich. But he just seems bland. Yeah, there's not much to him. You know, I Tommy's over here. Saying saying something about fired up is true because man, he's got he's all fire. Yeah. Yep. Watch them together there. The train wreck. So what are they gonna do here? Whoa! <laughs> uh. <laughs> no double Donald stretches. <laughs> I hadn't seen that in forever. Hip tosses Tommy out. Of the abdominal. Over the top. Oh, he gets close to that step. He's selling over the top. Where the what's the ref doing? So he got the oh. gimmick? Bam. Bam. What's he's he hitting him with? No. Boom! Yeah, they're not married. Uh oh, they got him. Oh, Tommy's got a belt. Oh, he's latching them. So I'm wondering if this was the lead up to the 20 lashes match. This or if this was the 20 it. lashes match and it just ended with a schmoz. Yeah. Because I don't know what the ref is doing. Is he counting or is he just, oh, man, they're laying I'm wondering if him. he's not waving it off because Rich did get thrown over the top rope right in front of him. Yeah. Might have been. So it may have been a DQ and it just all, all went to hell. Yeah. But man, the people are hot. Yeah, people yeah, are I, think, I think that's what it was because he just raised. Just raised their um, hands, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there's the winners. Yeah, winners by DQ. Yeah. All right. That was wow, short. That, that was, was short, short, but that was fun. It was only like 12 minutes, I think, 13 minutes. It was a short match, but it was hot from the start. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was hot from the start and just super, super fun. Yeah, if, if anybody wants to see this, go on to the Armstrong Alley. Go to his 1985 Continental slash Southeastern slash Continental because that's the year they switched the name from Southeastern to Continental. But that whole, like I said, it's like, I think it's like a five-month maybe run that they had a feud there with the, with the Riches and the Nightmares. And like I said, I, he don't have it. I like what I, I found out earlier when I was looking at it. He don't have it split up into matches. He's only got, like I think, two of those matches. The rest are actually going to find them on the uh, episodes. He's got the full or half episodes. Um, go in there and search them out because they do, like I said, they do a um, thing where they, t- they take the Nightmares mask off. Uh, uh, I said, I think they cut Rich's hair. Then they, then the Nightmares lose their I mean, it's a whole it's all on there. It is so good. Um, and, and I think this match was probably like in the middle of the feud the way it looked because um, they still had their mask. Um, but the the work, the nightmares, like I said, usually um, Fuller and Golden was their top heels. And I said they kind of put them on the back burner a little bit and they put, they put uh, the nightmares with the tag belts and gave them a, a push, and just from this match, you can see they were working their butts off. You know, they yeah. they because well, in Memphis they never got a big push in Memphis. You know, so you know they got a continental, and they're getting a monster push. So you know they're out there working their butts off. You know, so I mean, just like you know the stuff we were talking about, some of the stuff in '85 was unheard of. You know, yeah, and not only so, not only these guys. Uh, Above, like, what's what's on a mug for before their time, uh, and some of the stuff they're pulling out in '85, but they're all also it, it's this is expert of like southern baby face, baby face. you know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of the same moves at the same time, it's nothing complicated, but it, it's something that gets a reaction every time. Yeah. And watching Tommy Rich on the apron, watching Tommy Rich's fire, watching Tommy Rich, you know, even sell, even though he just sold a little bit. And yeah. Johnny Rich did a good job selling, but like Tommy Rich is a, a master salesman. Yeah. And I mean, if you were to not knowing anything about Tommy and, and Johnny, stand them up side by side, who would you think is the better guy? John, Johnny's in better shape. Yeah. You know, I mean, he just looks like a better top guy. And Tommy Rich just had everything else. He didn't have Jack for a body, but he just had everything else. Yeah, everything else. Yeah, he had the promo, the fire. You know, his work was good and solid. It wasn't nothing. You know, that was going to amaze you. But he did. That was solid. Yeah, just enough stuff really well. Yeah, he did enough to be. Basically, what it was was he did enough. If you break it down, actually, it was his whole career. He did enough, you know. He knew how he did enough moves and how to, and but he knew how to sell and get that sympathy and show. and know how to do fight, baby face fire. So he, you know, so it, it goes back to that thing. It's another style of working of, you know, where he didn't have to do a lot of stuff in the ring. You know, he did his punches and elbows. You know, you know, he'd, he'd do his base, you know, do basic bay face so on Drake's hip toss, but you would never see him really go really, really out of the way because he didn't have to. Because you know, here in a minute, he's just gonna be selling and getting color and getting that sympathy, you know, yeah, usually. So, and, well, and then you see, like, and, and Tommy, Tommy Rich wasn't the best athlete. I mean, no, you, see, no, no. you see that drop kick, and it's yeah, fair apparent, yeah. you know what I mean? It was a yeah. It was a bad drop kick, but not one person in that crowd cared. No, no, they didn't. They were coming glued. Yeah. When you get the old man in the suit and tie, just got off work. <laughs> yeah. Downtown hey, Birmingham yeah. going ape crap. You know, you, you've done your job. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, bro, <laughs> that brother was mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yeah. just got off work. You know, and so I just, because they, so they ran on Monday nights. So he just got off work and 
went straight over to, to the Batwell Auditorium and we had it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of that ref. I can't remember what his name was. I've seen him a lot of times on the. Uh, I think he was the main one on Continental because they had uh, Ronnie West, but he didn't do all the. He did some of the TV. He worked behind the scenes a lot. Uh, but that I think that was their main ref from what I can remember. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really good. Actually, yeah, they basic babyface that the double stuff they did was your basic southern babyface stuff. Uh, but just the way the nightmares were selling, yeah, and, uh, yeah. it was just yeah, it was crazy, you know. And um, but yeah, that <laughs> he bumped that first time he tried to bump in the ring, and then he actually later on he actually did bump in it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he actually got it. I've never seen anybody bump into her hand off something, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it was, um, like I said, the nightmare stuff, they really need to go look at it. Because, man, it's really, I mean, because all I remember is better remember on um, working for Jarrett's in Memphis, and then there's the Galaxians, and then. I didn't Continental, so I, then I saw him come back. Was it 86 in Memphis without the mask and stuff? Well, no, they came back with the mask, and Tim Constant, uh, Steve Constant, Tim Ashley took the mask off of them, and then they turned babyface, and then that's all I really remember of them. Uh, so I never got to sit in this Continental stuff until, you know, last six, seven months, and man, it's crazy. There's <laughs> There's one of them, one little sh they do this little video <laughs> where they go to the beach <laughs> for the day. They wear their masks to the beach. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> oh. oh, it's awesome! <laughs> it's on one of those uh, those full shows that I've ever seen. I was like, this is just oh, it was awesome. And some girls with them and everything. <laughs> they would hang out at the beach with their mask. <laughs> Tremendous, tremendous. Yeah, it will. Oh, it was great. But yeah, I'm after watching um, most of that stuff from '85. I really got to be a fan of the nightmares. Uh, it's like I said, because they didn't work like that in Memphis, you know. So I wasn't used to seeing. Uh, it's like I said, I don't want to remember the early stuff in Memphis when they were the nightmares and the Galaxians. I was a little too young. I remember watch it, but I don't really remember, you know. And then like I said, then when they came back and they turned a baby face and it, you know, I remember that stuff, but it, you know, compared to what this heel run, they, like I said, they, they got the opportunity and they ran with it, man. They, it was good. Good work. The most I remember about the Galaxians, I remember they, their debut. I remember they came out to the Twilight Zone music, if I remember right. And I remember their horrible color scheme on their tights. It was like orange and like a maroon or something like that. It was, I get it probably depended on what the quality of the video that. I um, think I it was. I, think it, I know they did have an orange and maroon outfit because I remember uh, a little bit after that, Danny Davis was in Stampede as Danny Davis and he had still had the. Uh, um, yep, it, was, it the, was orange and maroon. I just I just yeah. pulled up pictures. Yeah, and because he was wearing the uh, orange and maroon leggings and trunks, he wasn't wearing the top. Um, I mean, not the top, but the the jacket and all that stuff. But or the robe, whatever they wore. But yeah, he had those orange and maroon. He was still wearing them when he worked Calgary after he left Memphis in that time around that time period. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, but. Yeah, they just their work. I wish that match was a little longer. Just say more of their work, you know. And actually, was you know, and like one of the matches I saw was just a regular straight because that had a lot of brawling in it. Um, they were do also they were doing the Tombstone Pile Driver at that time. Oh, really? Yeah, and the only person I remember doing one at that time in the United States was Don Morocco. That's the only person I remember doing one at that time. So were they doing like a double team of some sort or just like? Charlie. 
Like, was that their finish he, or? I'm trying to remember. I, I'm trying to remember. I want to didn't they? I want to say they tombstone and one come off of the splash. I think maybe. Huh. I think that's what it was. I can't. I'm trying to remember. Like I only watched like a couple episodes, but that, I remember seeing them do a tombstone. I was the only person at that time doing a tombstone was Don Morocco. Yeah. You know? And, uh, but yeah, they were doing a tombstone. And that for, you know, so they were doing a lot of stuff way ahead of their time, especially with the South. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the South but, is usually, I, I feel like, five to ten years behind as far as, like, move-wise goes. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're the last... Like I feel like the South right now is getting into the spotty wrestling, like the really really spotty wrestling that yeah. the rest of the world was in like ten years ago or more. <laughs> I'm serious. All right. All right. So we've talked about the nightmares. I think we've covered. Johnny Rich a whole lot and I mean what is left to say about Tommy <laughs> well, one thing about Johnny I can't believe you had not say anything I, I guess you had the volume down you don't know what his gimmick name was do you? No what was it? Okay because I just realized you had the volume now so you didn't hear him announce it it was Tommy Wildfire Rich and Johnny Crash Rich horrible yeah, that's I bad. don't know. I don't know what what the gist of it was, but yeah, it's like crash. That's like crash. That's just horrible. It's like man, I don't. It must have been something to it. I guess I don't know. I didn't know about, but yeah, that's what they were calling him in the Continental. They're, they're just. Yeah, I think they're just trying to give him something. But man, yeah, no, that's no good. Yeah, and I was like, it must be something behind it because if not, that's one of the worst given gimmick names ever. <laughs> the, oh man! Yeah, that that's yeah. no good. No good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't understand it either. <laughs> All the names, like, so there had to be something. They must have been something behind it where they used it. Because if not, why would you? <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, I do have a question. After so, you said in this feud uh, is when the nightmares got their masks taken. Yep. Is this when they started painting the star over their eye? Yeah, they started okay. painting. And I want to say they and they painted their hair, too, until they lost it <laughs> in, the, in the hair match. They'd color their hair like uh, red and different colors and stuff. And they did the face paint with the star and all that. Yeah, that's where all that came from when they lost the mask. Okay. Because yep. I know Danny kind of kept that for a lot of the rest of his career. He kept that forever, yeah. Yeah, he kept that forever, and um, yeah, and yeah, I want to say because when I came back to Memphis, they put the mask. Oh, what was this after? I try to remember when they lost the mask in Memphis to Constance and Ashley. That might have been before. Might have been that. Might have been in '94. I can't remember. I mean '84. I. Years are starting to run together, but they had they were in Memphis. They had the mask on, and they lost them to Constance and Ashley. And then when they're caught, I, I can't remember if it was before or after, but they that was the two times that they wrestled longer in Continental, often on more Continental than they did in Memphis. They wrestled a lot, um, and actually, uh, Ken left and he went and was running. Oh, went with W.O.W. Uh, in Pensacola, uh, Rip Tyler's promotion that was run opposition of Continental. He left and went down there and was working. Davis stayed with Continental. So. Ah, um, with the tag team. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah, he went down there. Did receive some, some sort of push or whatever for his, uh, his loyalty as a singles or? I think they put the Jakes did a lot of the junior belt stuff after that. After him and Mike Jackson. You know. <laughs> no, it was um, 
How, how's that work? Mike Jackson's the Alabama junior heavyweight champion for like 45 years now. Yeah, but it wasn't for promotion, though. It was a gimmick belt, man. Um, real to him. <laughs> I'm just saying that because um, – not because it was uh, – um, when he went – when Wayne went to WW, I want to say that's when – they started putting Davis with the junior, but I'm trying to think who all was. I don't know if he would turn babyface by then or not. But I know uh, Scott Armstrong, he usually was on and off the belt. Pritchard, Tom Pritchard was with the junior belt that time period. Um, Larry Hamilton had the junior belt a lot during that time period. So, um yeah, and I, I want to say Ken came back in 88-ish, early 88-ish after WWE went under. And then him and Danny started feuding. He turned on Danny. He came back and turned on Danny, and they had a big program where they worked each other in Continental. And then Ken left, and I think Danny stayed there all the way to the very end. At, uh, to, eight, to 89, and then he went to Memphis. So... Um, when when did he have his stampede run? It was been between Continental and uh, after Jarrett's and Continental, uh, sometime in '84, I want to say. He had a beard. It was crazy. Dan Davis had a beard, and he's that, wearing that pink and maroon. Yeah, that seems yeah. Just weird. Google, yeah, just Google some of, uh, and you can find it. That's where I saw it. it was YouTube. And uh, actually, well, first time I ever saw it, though, actually, I had it uh, back in the uh, DVD tape days. I actually had some stamp, a little bit of Stampede. And um, he had, um, if I can remember right, he had a cast. He's working in a cast at that time on his arm. But I remember he had a beard and he was wearing those, the, uh, Galaxian gear and, and Nightmare gear. So, I won't say it was 84. And he was up there, and then, yeah, it was in between, it had to be between the Jarrett run and Continental run. So, I won't say 84, sometime through there. I don't know if Ken went up there with him and left, but the footage I saw was just him by, he, he didn't have, Ken wasn't with him. So, I don't know if Ken went and left, you know, or it didn't go at all. I don't. I don't know. So, but it's footage out there. So, does anybody have it? You mentioned the Pensacola stuff. WOW. Does anybody have any of that? I know Scott Till's got a bunch of it. Um, I haven't really looked for it, but I think he might have the most out there. Like I said, there might be Smokey Habit. One time, I was one. Of the few that had the, the most uh, I got mine from Randall Fanning and so at one time I was one of the few that had the most collection of it um, and I actually had a couple episodes of the promotion before that which turned into the WOW which was All-Star Wrestling um, out of Pensacola and then I think I had the episode of when I think I had two episodes. I had the first I had episode, then I had an episode of when Rip Tyler come in and took it over, uh, and then he changed it to WOW. Um, I don't think, because I know years later, I've seen a few episodes that I didn't have that had surfaced um, that, that wasn't out, that I've looked, you know, that, because I know I had like, um, I think I, I was missing like the last month of the TV and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I know like years later, like the last probably 10 years, uh, some episodes have surfaced of what I didn't have. Um, so like I, said, I don't know what Scott's got, but I know he had, he has probably when he said he's got, he's got most of it. So there's probably a whole run of it 
if, if somebody don't have the whole run, it's there's a whole run of it out there. It's but it's not complete. You got to, you know, what I'm saying some people have some of this. I know some of it's on YouTube, um, uh, but um, I think the whole runs out there. It's just mixed match with different people having it. I don't know if anybody's got just the whole complete run because, like I said, I was missing the last month of it. Uh, is when they start, and that's when they start bringing in guys like. Um, Paul Diamond, Pat Tanaka, David Haskins. Um, I think my last episode of God's got them on it. Um, they brought in Kukina, which is Yokozuna. Oh, <laughs> Rito Riggins was down there when he first started. He was Jim Riggins. He worked some shows down there. Google took some guys down there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's a whole run yet. But I don't know if anybody has got the whole run. I don't know. I hadn't looked. At, I hadn't looked into it in a little while. You know, it's been probably a couple of years. So, um, but at one time, I was one of the few that had the most of it out there. So, and this is the promotion that like gave us Hollywood Bob Holly, correct? Yes, Bob okay. Holly was the. He was babyface, and they turned him heel. And um, yeah, they had some really good talent down there. Um, lots of had some guys from. What I mean, what uh, from Fuller would leave Fuller would actually went down, you know, went down there. A lot of local guys, you know, uh, it was, um, it was, I love, you know, I like old school studio wrestling, so I liked it, you know. <laughs> and that's where Sean Baxter started. <laughs> oh, God, Sean Baxter. Yeah, <laughs> and he had short hair. He was uh, he was David uh, David Baxter. And then he became Sean David Baxter. Yeah, his dad was Leon Tarzan Baxter. He was a legend down there in Gulf Gulf uh, Gulf Shores area. So, but yeah, it's out. I'm, I think a lot of it's on YouTube. Uh, some people didn't like it. They said it was, you know, low budget indie. Not good. But I loved it. Yeah. Well, I know so, you're tasting uh, wrestling belts, so that makes sense. Oh, and that's where I first saw the first angle of the tin can belt, uh, where they did a thing where I think it was Marcel Pringle stole the belt from Ken Wayne, and they ordered him to give it back, and he so he gave it back, and Ken Wayne pulls it out of the thing, and it's got the leather. But all the plates are gone, and there's ten cans applied to the belt. This is Tremendous. a ten can belt angle. Yeah, first time I've ever seen it. I loved it angle. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the ten can belt angle. Love it. First place I ever saw it. So yeah, go look at the WWE people. It's good stuff. Yeah, de definitely yeah. Check, check that out. That's kind of like an unknown. I guess you would would be a territory. Just it was outlaw. yeah they ran full time this outlaw but yeah they ran they tried to start a full time territory but uh, you know it's opposition yeah so but uh, that you know uh, Rip Tyler you know he was a legend in um, you know Gulf Coast area for years and uh, and they were here's the thing they were they were had a money mark their money backer was a Japanese company. Out of Japan, they were wanting footage. Wrestling a, footage. A, a Japanese company out of Japan, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, it can, hey, well, what do you say? What's Nissan? You go, that's a Japanese company out of Japanese, Japan. Out right? of Japanese. <laughs> Please change this subject because I'm <laughs> digging it. I'm just digging it whole. <laughs> Guys, I'll let you a little bit behind the scenes. Our, uh, if this is even getting recorded, our Zoom meeting on my side, at least, has gone all to crap. So <laughs> the fact that the conversation's breaking down is even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're going to cross our fingers and we're going to pray, pray this is recording for us to finish this up, though. Um, if not, you won't hear any of this and we'll be reshooting it. Uh, <laughs> uh, with, with that said, uh, I guess your, your thoughts on the match, because as you said, this is your first time seeing it. I loved it. It was good. It was just a good Southern match. You know, had a little brawling. I said it was during the middle of their angle, so it started out hot. Um, and then it, you know, went off and it, it tapered off into a match. And and then it got hot back at, at the end, of, you know, at the end again. Um, uh, liked it. Like I said, the stuff that the Nightmares were doing was great. You know, liked it. It was really good. For what it was short, but it would, they used what they got a lot in in that short bit of time. Bit of time, so it was good. Yeah, I, I loved it too. Um, it doesn't re, didn't resonate as a TV style match to me. Um, I I would have loved to have been in the crowd for that match. Yeah, because you could tell that you could feel it just by looking at the people. Yeah, you could you could feel it, and like they were working the crowd so much, right? With yeah, like a lot of TV was. matches, yeah. even back in the territories, you know, the old guys always say work the people, but even back in the even territories, back. TV matches, they didn't pay attention to the people too much. Yeah, well, now that I know that Fuller, when he took his studio and took it to Batwell, they would have big matches for their TV too. I noticed that. Yeah, he, did, um, he, he yeah. got a on his on his continental TV. I've listened to interviews of him, and he, you know, he said he saw that that was kind of how the business was going, and he was right. You know, then yeah, yeah. doing the same thing with the arena taping instead of studio and bigger matches yeah. on TV. Like, yeah. that's what Vince. I mean, did he still had, and, you know, everything he'd out. still have a, you know, he'd still have job matches, interviews, and stuff, and he'd have a big match from that card, you know, and it would get taped for TV. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't like he would take the whole, uh, he wouldn't take, you know, put on his TV, he would put all, you know, he still had job matches and stuff, but he would put a good, you know, because like I said, he did his house show and his TV tape at the same time. And that's one of the reasons he changed the Continental. He saw that it was, you know, it was moving up, you know, he saw how Vince was doing. So he changed it to Continental, moved it out of the Dothan uh, studio and put it in, the big Batwell building. Yeah. Birmingham. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Fuller was very, was so ahead of his time. Yeah, he was. Yes, definitely. He, he yep. was. And I think he, he, he made a lot of money on wrestling, but like, I think he could have made more. He could, but he, I don't think he, he liked his, his, his recipe and he didn't like he, he didn't I think he was all about it's working, making money. I could make more if I venture out, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I yeah. think he saw the end was coming too. And I think that's why he got out too. You know, he could see, you know, and he's went and made money and everything else he's done. So Yeah, brilliant yeah. businessman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, you were worried about this pick last week, uh, but I think it was awesome. Yeah, that was a good little uh, match. I, I hope technology didn't screw us over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I said, we're going to cross our fingers and assume that this is going to download. Um, with that, I'm going to get my match pick out there. And I, right. I feel bad because you've been going to more territories than I have. Um so I'm, I'm going to make this vow right now that I'm going to dig deep into some territories and add some newer stuff to my list. Uh, I thought, I, I mean, it's, but still, I mean, your stuff's been good. It's part, it was it's, part it's, of our, we've been good, but I haven't, I, I haven't ventured out of my comfort zone and stuff. I've, I've watched a lot. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I started out out there. I started out in the 50s, for God's sake. Oh, I know. Like I'm like, that. whoa. But, you know, and then I went to Japan. But then since then, it's been like, you know. Well, last week you went, then you was, that was. Um, that was WCW. And, and this week's going to yeah. be WCW, too. 
So I've got, I've got, I've got to do a little venturing, and that's my vow for my next pick is to do a little venturing out. Um, so this is uploaded by, and you'll love this YouTube name, Harley Harley races left hand. It's the YouTube name. Tremendous oh YouTube name. I just subscribed to you for that name alone. Um, the match is from WCW. It does not have a date. And let me look in here. Okay, nope. I found it in the description. From World Championship Wrestling, July 27th, 1990. You're going to laugh at one of these names, but he's good in the ring. Um, Arn Anderson and Barry Windham versus Brad Armstrong and Tim Horner. Why would I laugh? Because Tim Horner is the most boring wrestler ever. Not really. He, he's, a, he's a good in-ring hand. Never ask him to cut a promo and don't ask him exactly. to do karaoke. And don't ask him to do karaoke. <laughs> He's, he's not Garth Brooks, folks. No, he is not. <laughs> he is not. Um, but this match, from my memory, I have seen it once before, but it's been many years. Um, super solid. And with the guys in it, it should yeah. be, right? Um, exactly. And I know we were talking about, about this. Yes. Uh, when when uh, Armstrong comes out, He's not announced as Brad Armstrong. The Candy Man. Oh, oh my. You know, here's the thing. I remember him going as Candy Man, but I don't actually remember what he what he wore or anything. So don't I, I don't remember don't it either. I don't I don't remember it either. I okay. I just I just know because like one of the first clips. I was checking to see if it was the whole match, and one of the first clips is them coming out, and the Chiron says, Candyman, Tim Horner. And I was like, ah, Candyman. Okay. They couldn't even <laughs> spring for Candyman Brad Armstrong. It's Candyman. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's going to be good. No, besides the bad gimmick and Horner being bland, besides, you know, on the mic, that's 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 a lot of talent in that ring, so it should be good. Yeah, and it, it's '90s Horsemen, so you've got Arn and uh, and Barry kind of. This is after Barry came back. I think he was when he first came back. He was using the claw. He may not have been using it by this point, um, but he came back from his brief stint in WWF. And this is where they kind of started trying to get an edge instead of being we dress nice. You know, this is where you'd see Arn with the, uh, you know, the vest more. Like when they'd cut promos, they'd be wearing T-shirts and leather vests. And, you know, Arn, had, Arn went through that backward hat phase. <laughs> um, but he still looked cool. You know what I mean? Arn Anderson, it was weird that he could do that. You know, he could dress like your dad in the 80s or he could dress like, you know, a biker dad in, in the early 90s. <laughs> but like, oh, but this is the this is the era of Horseman that has one of my favorite tag matches. That match with a uh, Doom against Barry and Arn. I think it's a street fight because Barry and Arn come out in street clothes and they just tear it up. So you know this is I'm really anxious to see that. I should have picked that match now that I think about it. But. <laughs> You sort of pop, say, "Well, have I pop for candy, man?" <laughs> yeah, no, kind of, legitimately. When I saw that, when I was going through these, and I was like, "Which one am I going to pick?" And I saw Candy Man. I was like, "Oh, we just talked about that last week." Yep. So, uh, so that's my pick for next week, man. Uh, I think it'll be pretty good. What's up? Oh, Candy Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was that was Jim Hurd's creative genius right there. Yeah. Candyman of the Ding Dong. You know there's a Candyman in USWA, don't you? I knew there was a Reggie B. Man. Reggie B. Fine was a Candyman. Oh. Yeah. yeah, if that wasn't a thinly veiled reference of the fact that he could get you drugs, nothing was. Oh, yeah, he was selling Coke. That's why I called him the Candyman. <laughs> yeah, they weren't <laughs> on anything. 
No, and he had this top hat that had his red white stripes. That's where it looked like a bucket of look how he took a bucket of KFC and cut it out and put it on top. <laughs> Made a hat out of it. Tremendous. <laughs> I, I loved when Reggie B. Fine first came in and he was just like this super tall manager. And it's like, yeah. like, like he's so big. Yeah, Why is he managing? Like, yeah. And he was pretty Reggie much big. kind of a pimp. Yeah. And then he started wearing the fur coats and uh, the fur coats were the best. That's the Reggie B. I love. Um, yeah. I've only met Reggie B. Fine one time. Worked a show in Memphis, and it's like July. It's actually it was two months, uh, not two months, like two or three weeks before Mabel died, um, because Mabel was on the show, and I got to meet Mabel, and he was cool as a cucumber. And then come to find out, three weeks later, he passes. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But Reggie B. was doing commentating, and it's. In, in a gym at uh, a community center in not the best part of Memphis. Uh, the gym is not well air-conditioned. And I look over and under lights, and I don't think the, this footage ever saw a light of day of anything, but he's under lights at a commentary table, has to be sweating so bad. Big fur coat. Oh, my gosh. Suffering for the gimmick, man. But it was awesome. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. <laughs> you said not the good part of Memphis. Where is the good part? <laughs> Where's the good part? Germantown. <laughs> fine. Well, that's uh, a little ways, you know. Yeah, that's what I tell my fiance <laughs> yeah, right. too, when she says she's from Memphis. But, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, guys, we, oh, we, hope, we hope this gets uploaded. Yeah, I hope it does too. We're, we're praying for technology <laughs> to work, work in our favor. Yeah. Hope so. Well, Ben, now that said, you got anything to add? Because <laughs> we don't know. This might not mean anything. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. What about All you? Right. I don't either. Um, I'm pretty much done. So uh, you can stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkin, of course. We're done. <laughs> I've been tongue tied all night. There yes. we go. See, you see, my ads too. And if it don't, so anyway. For Jeremiah Plunkin, we put Christmas. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody. Maybe. <laughs>